Hi everyone, this is uh, Emmanuel for the Classical Drunks. Recording with me today is Aaron. Aaron, how are you doing? I'm good, Manny. It's a nice day out. Yes, typical it is. Typical gloomy weather. T- typical, yeah. A non-typical Irish weather, in a sense, because, you know, we do see sunlight. Mm-hmm. So today's conversation is a bit of a um, tangent to what we were talking about last time, because we were talking about the French election. If you haven't listened to that podcast yet, I um, recommend you to do so, obviously. And we were uh, discussing afterwards a bit, uh, trying to compare a bit how the electoral systems work in Ireland versus France. And Ireland has quite an interesting um, voting system. And I thought it would be interesting to talk about us. Spoiler alert, if you're Irish, uh, you probably are familiar with quite a few of those concepts. So maybe that's not going to be the most interesting podcast to you. This is primarily intended to, for people who don't know uh, much about the Irish system. But anyway, so it's called the simple transferable single. vote. Single? Single, trans- single transferable vote. Transferable vote yes. Sorry. Uh, so yeah, uh, can you just tell us what it, what it is about? So the single transferable vote is um, slightly different into what the way that which most democracies would uh, have a voting system. Uh, most democracies would use a first-past-the-post system. Most of you guys out there will probably be familiar with this because it's probably the system that you guys would use in your local uh, countries. So you basically you go out, you see a big list of candidates in the, in the polling booth, and you tick your favourite one. Um, and then that person is represented as your vote. Uh, in, in, in Ireland, what we do is we have our single transferable voting system where we actually rank uh, the candidates based on our favourite to our least favourite. Or you don't have to rank them all, you can just rank a few. Uh, just And then after that, the ones you don't like, you don't mark their box with anything. So you, so just you literally, rank them. yeah, so that's interesting because you literally get a grid. Yeah, you get a you get a preference, you get so, a list of preferences. Yeah, because usually you'd get an envelope, an empty envelope, and you have... You know, if there are five candidates, five papers, each paper has the name on it, you pick one, put it in an envelope. Yeah. You have a grid with each name and a little empty box and you literally just write one, two, three, four, five. As far down as you want to go. Yeah. yeah. And if you want to, you just want to vote for one candidate, you can just write one yeah. and, and that's it. Okay. Um, yeah, so, so what this manages to do is um, it, it manages to, like we just said, rank preference of candidates. Uh, this is useful because it, um, if, for example, the candidate you like the most doesn't get in, your vote is still counted, no matter what. As long as you tick all of the, as long as you uh, number all of the boxes, even if you do that, your vote will always be counted. That's what the great thing about single transferable vote is, rather than the first past the post system. Whereas, if you let's say vote for, if you're in the United States of America, you vote for a libertarian candidate, you've kind of wasted your vote. Um, not to be mean to the libertarians out there, but you kind of have. Um, you you, we, you don't we've get sent to a signal, Aaron. It, we've sent a message. You've sent a message, which uh, nobody really cares about. Nobody really heard. I'm sorry, libertarians, but you've wasted your vote. Um, but this is the best thing. This is why libertarians, and I think that libertarians in the states are pushing for a single transferable vote system. Um, is that let's say you vote for your very small candidate who you think is awesome, and you give him one. Okay, he doesn't get through because he's not popular. He is eliminated from the round because he has the lowest number. He is eliminated from the the round of voting because he doesn't have enough votes. That In that case, um, the person counting the ballot will go to your second option and give your vote to the second preference candidate. Okay, and it will be get get added to his group. So this Up way, until... 
the 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 outcome is selected up so, until yeah, the yeah. candidate is selected. So the second last yeah. then is is discarded. The vote gets redistributed, etc., etc., until we get to the until final outcome. Until we get to the final outcome. So this way, everyone's vote counts towards the end. Usually, we combine this with having multiple candidates in a voting area. So, um, for example, in the states, I know they divide their um, voting areas into districts for each state. Um, in, in Ireland, we would just have the state, I guess, the county or whatever, unless it's a very large population. Um, we would have, like, the county, and it would be then divided based on how many candidates need to fill that county. So you might have you might have five people who can get elected, and so the top five most popular with the highest preferences will get in. So just, just to, yeah, so in that case, we're talking about electing, uh, uh, let's say, to, we're trying to fill, fill up a parliament. So it's yeah. not for voting for the, the next president or, in, in the case of Ireland, the next prime minister. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so in that case, you're saying, here's a given geographical area. That area in the parliament will have, let's say, five mm-hmm. elected officials. And so that ranking would pick up the five for the given area. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so yeah, so basically it, it's more representative, which is brilliant um another issue is that it gets rid of the ideas of primaries the primaries aren't necessary under this system because as many candidates can run as they want for example um it's not i hate to bring back the states again but uh, it's it's the kind of the concept that everyone understands uh, in the states you have primaries so we've seen uh, in this year we had a uh, donald trump elected as the republican primary candidate and we had Hillary Clinton elected as the Democrat primary candidate. In an STV voting system, all the candidates would have just run. And they would have been ranked would have um, been at, on the day of voting. Because, yeah. yeah, so basically you're, you're, just, you're eliminating prim- primaries. They're not necessary under the system. Yeah. The citizenry, citizenry only have to vote once, which yeah. is great. Uh, it, this also means that you're getting a more representative um, sample from your population because... As we've seen, I, a lot of the Bernie people didn't end up coming out and voting for Hillary because they they wanted to vote for Bernie. Had they come out, we might have seen a very different... Um, under STV, had they come out, we might have seen a very different um, outcome because they might have given Hillary their second vote, you know? So it could have really shook up the, uh, the presidential election over there. Um, and it would have been more representative as well, maybe. Well, especially because uh, Hillary, uh, both Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump were the most disliked candidates of mm. um the the you know um american history history of politics yeah so it would have been interesting to have other candidates yeah given maybe a fair shot and you know say well even even inside the republican camps a lot of republicans were saying donald trump is not a great character but he's the republican guy yeah so i gotta give him my vote so maybe they would have preferred someone else maybe they were you know the, the crazy lunatic uh, religious lunatics would have preferred huckabee yeah and say first huckabee second trump mm-hmm. so yeah it, it gives it gives this the, the uh, smaller candidates a better chance of um of beating out the donald i guess it would have <laughs> in all fairness donald was a, a kind of a force to be reckoned with but he was still the most unliked uh republican candidate that they have ever fielded i think someone said i can't remember i saw i read that somewhere what i mean yes yeah, so both both were so the, yeah it, it were. was really a contest of of trying to find a word 
dislikability. Mm. Uh, I still think Hillary would have gotten it though, because the Democrats managed to field so many, such a small number of candidates. I only think they had three in their Democratic convention, didn't they? And 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 uh, they started with four, if I remember four, correctly, yeah. and two dropped. Yeah. So it, I think we still would have had Hillary, but maybe we wouldn't have had Trump. Um, but yeah. So. First thing, we would have get, ri- get rid of primaries under STV. They're a waste of time. They just require people to vote. And a vote. waste of money. And a waste of money. And they require people to vote basically twice. Um, and it also leads to ideological purification because you're only allowing the, um, the you know, party members to essentially vote rather than the general public. Yes. Um, so next, <clears throat> um, it's much more uh, better representation, as we've, as we've stated, the, um, because people get to rank preferences. Um, it it just it it's uh, it's it just leads to a more accurate outcome rather than people having to kind of pick a big party who they think will have a choice of winning. Uh, this kind of gets into the idea of strategic voting, which is really bad. You shouldn't. Uh, this is something I admire about the actual small parties in the states that still manage to survive. Uh, that people really do believe in those kind of. Um, that their politics of that party, like the Libertarians, for example, or the Greens, they they vote for them despite knowing that their 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 votes yes. kind of worthless. And it's 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 we see that panning up right now in France because mm. um, if you look um, if you look at the the first round that just took place, uh, Macron was ahead, mm-hmm. but if you look at uh, the fine prince of the polls, they were essentially saying that Macron was a bit of a vote by default because people were not necessarily pleased uh, with the other candidates. And, you know, that you were, you were just saying kind of a strategic, strategic vote to make sure that other crazies such as Le Pen wouldn't win. Mm-hmm. So Macron does not enjoy the kind of uh, support that other candidates did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So actually, I just mentioning there as well, comparing STV to the France system, France kind of does have, a, in a weird way, a, a very light version of STV because they have rounds of voting. Uh, if you think of STV as multiple rounds of voting, except you're doing all your votes at one time through your preference ranking. It is, but as um, you said, but, you have yeah. yeah, you have strategic votes, especially uh, yeah. what, what, what has happened in 2002, the first time that um, the National Front was the second round. Uh, it's because a lot of the left uh, votes were spread across other candidates. So it wasn't really, let, let's put it this way. Um, if if there were that day um, a transferable vote system, um, Le Pen, the father, would never have been elected to the second round. Mm-hmm. He only was in the runoff because the votes were so spread. So in that sense, it's uh, the French system is a, it's a weird it's it's it does not have the 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 advantages that you're describing mm-hmm. yeah so that is a, a big advantage though that you can vote for who you want to and not worry about <clears throat> excuse me and not worry about what um your neighbors are voting for who they're voting for yes um because it, it doesn't matter in the end there's no need for strategic voting under an stv system um a, another another great um outcome of this i think is that you actually get more political variety so, for example, under the first-past-the-post system, where most people are familiar with, because it's mostly probably what you're under, um, it generally leads to a two-party system. Um, it generally leads to people using votes strategically to get the um, the not-the-other-candidate solution. Uh, I don't like candidate X so much that I will vote for the most popular alternative to him 
to avoid him getting into office. So, or her. So... Let's not be sexist. Oh, let's not be sexist. Or them. <laughs> or Xir. Or Xir. Um, so, yeah, so generally you have this kind of um, voting which leads to these two massive candidates uh, who are basically batter- battling each other, or these two massive parties which are basically battling each other. Um, and it, it kind of it, it causes actually polarization um, because it, it means like eventually over the course of many cycles of elections to just keep grabbing those little bits and pieces of voters the candidates almost have to be the polar opposite of each other um to get the votes and there's not really much room for ideological kind of uh, what's the word variety i guess but on the single transferable vote you know you can vote for whoever you want and it without thinking of who else is out there. And so it does lead to more political variety and more kind of ideological variety in being elected into parliamentary systems. So, for example, here in Ireland, you can see, um, comparing it to America, for example, um, you have basically two parties. I don't know, is there anyone from the Greens or the Libertarians in Congress at the moment? No. No, there isn't. Not even one. Not even one. That's, yeah. So that's kind of crazy considering they make up... Probably, what, 5% of the population, is it? Uh, if you sum them up based on the latest um, election, that, that that's the results that we saw. So, yeah. But if you were to... But that's that's because there was only one round. Mm-hmm. So, you know, strategic votes and all that. If you were to ask uh, Ronald Paul today and, you know, ask what is your favorite political party, I'm not, I'm not sure you would get a, a number as low as 5%, for sure. Oh, absolutely, yeah. There are people yeah. who, who vote for certain political systems, like we said, but they do that... Because they don't want to give their vote to the other guy. They yeah. don't want to give the win to the other guy. Yeah. Um, which, yeah, it, so... But again, France is a very example to compare it to. Mm-hmm. Um, because, so we have a system that's similar to America when it comes to electing the, the member of, uh, so what we call the National Assembly. So that's the you know our parliament, essentially. And it is, you have the something that gets close to a congressional district and in each of them, you get a two-round vote, mm-hmm. just like you have for the presidential. So that skews things a lot towards a two-party yeah. system, which is interesting because here in Ireland, um, you have for a given area up to X candidates, and yeah. that transferable vote means it's not just the one that mm-hmm. gets picked up. That's a very important part of the single transferable vote, is having large voting areas and large ranges um, it, it means that you can have uh, more political diversity because more people in the area can be represented by multiple candidates. Um, so, for example, if we had very small areas that were, let's say, you know, there was one dominant ideology and there was only one candidate who could, who could be elected, then that ideology would win out or that party would win out. Uh, whereas if you have much larger ranges... You even with um, one ideology that maybe has 50% of the vote or one party that has 50% of the vote, the other 50%, if there was, let's say, four candidates, it would mean two people, two, probably, two candidates would be part of the dominant party. But then the other two candidates would probably be of, of a different party. So you would have more ideological kind of um, diversity. variety or yeah, diversity, yeah. yeah. Which you can definitely see in Ireland here. Um, here we have... Uh, I think five or six parties that have at least 5% of the vote. Uh, there's a few that have a lot more. There's a few that have a bit of less. Uh, we have a huge amount of independent candidates as well. 
yes, uh, which you were something saying... is just doesn't seem to happen in first past the post. You don't tend to get independent candidates. Oh no, absolutely not. No. In in France, at least, it's uh, uh, I, I I don't even know if I can think of one. Uh, as I was saying about so in our uh, national assembly, we do have we do have, we do have candidates from other political parties, be it you know the National Front, the Greens, even the Communists mm. have some. But definitely not something that that um, if you look at the percentages, mm-hmm. definitely does not look what a a nationwide uh, survey yeah would would show you. We uh, even in our local elections we use the first past the post. Uh, sorry, the uh, single transferable vote. And um, so you mean for uh, council uh, uh, electing for city councils? Exactly. Yeah, and in my local area, my local county council, even. Um, I remember during my vote, you have the entire political spectrum represented. If you have uh, a libertarian right next to what is essentially everything is a communist all in, but in name, <laughs> you know, on the same city council, uh, which is, um, you know, is, is not really seen anywhere else, which I think is, is, is great. It's actually, I'm very pro it. I wouldn't call myself a libertarian and I wouldn't call myself a, a communist, but it's great that their voices are at least being representative, yeah. represented. <laughs> so... There you go. And and you, you know it's a, a fairly good system when you can get both libertarians and communists to agree. <laughs> because well, yes, smaller voices do do generally agree. And yeah. this is, uh, we were talking about America, this is something that uh, is driven by an, an alliance of including the Greens and the libertarians are saying, look, we disagree on virtually anything, everything, but at least we agree to say electoral reforms are badly needed. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> One thing that also you were uh, mentioning uh, off air uh, that's interesting is that you, you're kind of solving the the whole idea of gerrymandering. Yes, absolutely. So um, in terms of, I think in the States, I know there is a, a lot of gerrymandering that goes on. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Quite a lot. Um, Use in the States have voting districts. Um, so and those voting districts are redrawn quite regularly, I believe, um, to ensure that uh, candidates uh, kind of have an easy win on their hands every election cycle. Um, whereas if you had a larger range, for example, just say the state, you just have the state, and you'd have I don't know, let's say five Congress representatives going from that state. Everyone in the state would just vote, and um, as long as that candidate got over the twenty percent margin, because um, that would be the the, the amount of candidates divided by the quota, uh, by the by the number of electorates, uh, the citizens that can uh, vote, you would then, if they got over that quota, then they would be elected. And the last person, obviously, if there's one seat left and there isn't a, a uh, and there isn't a a clear yeah, a clear, if you don't pass the cutoff, yeah, mark, if, if you you're still if you elected. still don't hit that twenty percent quota, you, whoever's the most popular gets that seat. Yes, yeah, at the end of it, so it's 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 good in that way because that means you don't have to worry about your representatives redrawing districts to match their. Well, it's a bit harder to redraw. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a bit re- harder to redraw a state line. I think a yes. lot more people people don't really care about re- districts being redrawn. I don't feel, but I'd say you would care a lot if you were in Nevada and then two years time comes around to next election, you are a, in California. You're paying completely different state yeah. taxes. You're paying completely different uh, uh, local taxes. You're paying different even closer laws. to home. Uh, yeah, if you think of what's happening in uh, in Atlone, 
mm. with the ongoing war to know if the west part of Athlone is part of Westmeath or, yeah. <laughs> or Roscommon. Yeah. Uh, that's not the sort of things that go unnoticed. Yeah. You you have... Um, a f- in Ireland, we don't do it by county. I wish we did, but we don't. Um, there are some reasons for that, which I can understand. So, for example, in very large area uh, in very large and dense population areas like dublin for example they tend to split it up which uh, makes sense this I mean, makes sense dublin yeah. dublin makes up for a third of the country's population yeah so i think that's fair enough um and the districts aren't redrawn that often so it's quite rare for yeah. them to be redrawn but it's yeah it's more to do with ireland being heavily um centralized in dublin that too yeah yeah, our, a little bit. So, <clears throat> yeah. Um, what else? What were we talking about? Sorry. The um, another another advantage then is that. Uh, sorry, another thing that I've noticed is that um, the STV system seems to be catching on very slowly in other areas, which is great. So, for example, in um, in local kind of elections in small places like in the UK. Or in um, what I've seen a, a really great sign is in universities to perform university elections for representatives. On oh, students. you mean, for example, um, um, uh, let's say student unions or that yep. sort of things? Yep. In university elections for student okay. unions, if you have multiple representatives, uh, you seem to have an STV vote system going out now. I've noticed that in universities in Ireland and it's starting to creep into universities in the UK as well. Which is really great because the UK is actually a first past the post system also. So if you can get even just, you know, familiarizing college students with the idea of STV, that would be really a great step forward. And I've, I've noticed in um, Maine, in the United States, they're doing their local elections now via STV as well. Okay. So it's, it's catching on in other places, yeah. um, which is great because I really think it is a far superior voting system than uh, first past the post. Now, this is stress- interesting because the closest I can uh, think of in terms of comparisons would be what we have for uh, the European Parliament. Mm-hmm. Because the European Parliament is a list system mm-hmm. as opposed to the... Um, um, so you, you vote for list entire lists and not candidates. So that's how they ensure that the, uh, the Parliament is representative of different political forces. Mm-hmm. So that's the closest that we, we we have, to my knowledge. Okay, I'm not as familiar with that, but it sounds interesting. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, well, it's 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 a uh, it's fairly straightforward in a sense. So it's a single vote, mm-hmm. but you vote for a list, and essentially, um, depending on the result that you make, the list will have you know um, uh, if you do X percent, that means that you have this number of candidates that you can you can choose to, to that you can get uh, a parliament seat. So the list would already tell you, well, here's our first and second and third and fourth. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if we get three, you already know who are the three that are going to get elected. Okay. But it's, it's more, it is more um, associated to the party itself. So you kind of stay in a party logic and, and you don't have... I mean, what I find really interesting about the Irish uh, trans- transferable vote system is is the the part the share of independence that's absolutely enormous. It's, a, a third, you were telling it's, me. It's I don't think it's a third. I think it's twenty-ish percent. I think twenty percent. Yeah, which is it's still massive though. It is massive. To, yeah, and it's and it's it's a big group. Um, and then sometimes you have independence then that will kind of focus around a certain issue and try and get it through. And they actually. 
because there's so many independents that can agree on certain issues, you can actually get like actual political clout to get legislation through. So just because they're independents doesn't mean they're useless as in terms of a voting block in a parliament as well. So yeah. it's it's really good. Um, so as uh, another uh, thing about the single transfer vote is, I, I kind of see um, first past the post. Some places have a kind of a mix. They have multiple rounds of first past the post, which is essentially the same idea as single transferable vote. But um, the issue of France do this, they have two rounds of voting. So it's a very like minimal kind of first past the uh, very minimal kind of single transferable vote system. But an issue I have with this now, I have no data to back this up, but I can imagine that there would be a more political apathy. Like it's hard enough to get people out to the polls once. <laughs> to yes. ask them to come out twice seems like a, a lot of uh, well, a lot of hassle, especially if it, when it's not a national election. Yeah, because everybody right now is talking about the French national election. But mm-hmm. let me tell you, when it's about local election, participation rates are more around fifty percent. Oh yeah. Oh so, well, that's actually wonderful because I know in 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 Ireland, local elections are incredibly underrepresented. I I think you have like um. You mean in terms of uh, participation? Or? Participation, absolutely. Yeah. Even though it is a single transferable vote, um, uh, local councils don't have that much okay. sway here. So the, the political apathy—it's you can yeah. you but can at least, yeah, you can, can win you can win a local election in this country if you have like a two thousand votes, you know, yeah. out of a population of maybe fifty thousand for the local council. Yeah, you know. You but can, as you were saying, at least uh, it's just a one vote, yeah. so you don't have to to go in people's house and pull them to the voting booth nine times in a row yeah it's exactly yeah because i i feel um i i don't know uh, you've lived in a country that has multiple rounds of first past post voting do you feel there's less political apathy to get out two. to the poll yeah there's only two still um, but do you, you feel would... there's uh, like is there less of a a willingness to go out and vote for the second time especially maybe if there's candidates that you're not too thrilled with i don't have any numbers on the top of my head but as far as i remember uh those would be similar numbers obviously slightly lower because mm-hmm. if whoever is your favorite candidate didn't get elected you know yeah then you you might not want to you might feel like the two candidates uh remaining are not to your taste mm. uh so the participation rate drops a little bit but yeah. it's not like it's half it's it still is within the same um, ballpark. Okay, so it's, it's, it maybe if it's only two rounds, it's not that much. But two rounds is just yeah. two, and I would feel like if yeah. you had a third round, you would see a much more significant, or maybe people would skip the the step in the middle. Maybe maybe the second round would have very little participation, and only the third had some. Uh, so, but that that's no, it's a that's a definitely a valid uh, a valid concern. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Cool. Yeah. So now let me play devil's advocate. Uh, yeah. Because and and this is not a criticism of, of, only of single trans, uh, transferable vote, but of more representative system that um, the the benefit of if you look at for example the French system, and I'm 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 saying that because that's exactly how the debate is because the it is a topic of debate been going on for years and years in France, should we have a more proportional system? Mm-hmm. You would have people saying, well, yes, but that means that you have more marginal fringe uh, crazy or maybe not necessarily in favor of traditional, you know, democratic values t- type of party. The National Front would definitely have a lot more power than it has today. Mm-hmm. So 
what would be your response if someone came out to you and say, well, does that mean, you know, if you look at the UK, it's mostly dominated by Labour and the Tories. Mm -hmm. uh, it mean it does keep to a certain extent uh, UKIP at bay. It, you're absolutely right, it does. If you were to look at the last election under STV, UKIP would have gained far more seats than they had it would have. Uh, UKIP gained 13% of the popular vote, and I think they only got uh, like a, a couple seats, barely any. Um, but it, it, it's it's the, the issue with that is um, people who say that I think are have some legitimate concerns, which I completely agree with. But at the same time, they're not for representative democracy. It seems like you're almost in favor of some sort of kind of dictatorship light kind of thing. It's like I, I enlightened, I, yeah, the democracy. <laughs> It's it is a bit of it's a bit of a dictatorship light. Um, I think you shouldn't have to worry about um, these parties, de like going against democracy. If you have like again, I'm against the idea of a full on democracy. Uh, I think we have we the the best system is a representative democracy backed by a constitution that is pro democracy, pro the individual's rights, and as long as that constitution upholds those rights you shouldn't have to worry um i could be very naive in saying that now but um, <laughs> <laughs> coming from a country that has changed its constitution nearly 30 times i think to this yes. point in the in less than 100 years <laughs> so well, in fairness though you didn't have a great constitution to start with that is very true and it still is today it's yeah. not I mean, not you, fit you for purpose. Yeah, you 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 wouldn't be able to say make the Irish Constitution great again because you know it was not great in to the first start place. With, yeah. So, but I I I think um, I understand the concerns that people raise about that. Yeah. So um, you're saying, you know, it's not a problem of electoral system; it's a problem of checks and balances. Exactly. You need the correct checks and balances, and if they are in place and if they are enforced, you then should not be you afraid. You shouldn't have to worry about other candidates and their ideologies. Let's say, for example, our good friend Justin Barrett of... Yes, Ident of Identity uh, Ireland. Identity Ireland. Yeah, uh, he has some views that I would be kind of disgusted by. Uh, he I, I can see why. He wants to throw out um, all of the... I, I forget exactly the wording, but basically anyone who doesn't seem Irish enough. <laughs> Is that a nice way to put it? I... I you... Do you remember the exact wording he used? I, I would have to check. But yeah. I know he was... I don't remember his exact wording. Yeah. I do remember he was not very fond of the non-Irish... People. People uh, and people products. Were... And he's very consistent there. You know, he's the opposed ethnically to... Irish, I think is what he said. Yeah, he's, people... he's opposed to trade as much as he's opposed to immigration. So I have to give him that. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah. Um, under... Like, if you have a constitution which backs some kind of basic human rights and some basic individual rights and upholds the system with which we elect people, um, then I, I think you shouldn't have to worry too much about that. Now, if you were in, in a country where you didn't have that, then yeah, sure, I would be worried. <laughs> I would definitely be worried. But now, I think, a, I think yeah. under Ireland, I think we're okay, especially because you need to change the... To actually change the constitution in Ireland, you need a referendum. So yes. it's it's not like the government can make in, in other countries where the government can just change its constitution willy nilly. You can you actually need the consent of the people to change the constitution. So I and feel go, more happy with that system. Yes, and to 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 go to your um to to add to your point as well, 
it's not that you elect the prime minister uh, directly through that system uh, in Ireland. We uh, elect the uh, representatives who themselves choose the prime minister. Yes. So that would not necessarily affect. Yeah, this is something people find really weird. Um, we actually don't choose our leader. Our leader is called the Taoiseach, he's our Prime Minister, and we don't actually elect him directly. We elect um, people to our Parliament, Dáil, and they then elect the person. So it's usually the biggest party in the in the Dáil will then elect the uh, the Taoiseach or the Prime Minister, our leader. So there is not there is not as much of a risk of a, an extremely unpopular mainstream candidate being somehow overrun by an extremely popular fringe candidate exactly exactly unless there's some kind of because you would still massive, have some kind of a coalition yeah you would still have some kind of coalition to form form a government so yes and that coalition would then be um, be elected and in in, the, in that case um, generally you'd have if you have a coalition they would be working together and so yeah you wouldn't have to worry too much about fringe candidates getting elected to uh a prime minister status so yeah interesting um, yeah so th- that's kind of what i wanted to say about single transferable vote do you have right. any other questions or uh personally no i think okay. that but in fairness you're sort of preaching to the choir mm. uh, i think we've established that I'm, I'm not necessarily too fond of uh the french electoral system uh so um i'll invite if if our listeners have any question uh, feel free to put them in the comments for sure. Oh, absolutely. We'll try and answer yes. them to the best of our ability. Um, so I think that's uh, all we wanted to say. If you guys could like the video and uh, subscribe. If share you want it with more, your friends. Share it on Facebook and Twitter. We'll give you a shout out if you uh, add us in, in on Twitter uh, at Hipster Capitalist and at Aaron Buki. So. Right. Thanks very much and see you for the next episode. Talk to you. Bye.